Welcome to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast, where we inspire collaborative thinking, improved outcomes, and business success with today's most successful and inspiring healthcare leaders and influencers. And now your host, Saul Marquez. Welcome back once again to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast, where we chat with today's most successful and inspiring health leaders. I welcome you to go to outcomesrocket.health slash reviews, where you could rate and review today's podcast, because our guest is an outstanding person, as well as a contributor to health care. Her name is Emma Goodman. She's the director of key accounts and webinars at Becker's Health. She oversees two divisions with a passion and drive to create results and add value to both providers and health companies working with them. She loves delivering phenomenal customer service to their top clients, which in turn helps them reach more people and improve outcomes. I really want to just welcome you to the podcast today because you're an up-and-coming leader in health, and I know you're going to offer tons of value, Emma. Just want to give you a warm welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you so much, Saul. I am so excited to be chatting with you today. It's my pleasure and the pleasure of our listeners, for sure. And so anything that I missed on your intro that maybe you want to fill in? Yeah, you know, let me just give you a little bit more background on on Becker's. So we are a multimedia healthcare company and really the number one go-to source where executives can learn news and business information in their industry in healthcare. So we really aim to provide pearls of information that these busy execs can then take back to their hospitals and surgery centers to make more informed business decisions. It's a really, really neat business. And you guys definitely provide major content. I mean, I... I have you guys on my RSS feed. I definitely get a lot of stuff from you guys. So keep pumping out the amazing content. Awesome. We absolutely will. (laughs) So Emma, out of all things you could have done, you decided to get into a health organization. Why did you decide to get into the medical sector? Yeah, Saul, that is a really great question. As when I started my career, I really didn't know too much about the business side of healthcare. And I was just really eager to learn and jump in. So I'll tell you a little bit about what has really stuck with me and why I've continued to be in the space. So with almost four years in the space, I really realized what a fascinating and ever-changing industry to be a part of. And that to me has been really exciting. So what I'm constantly fascinated by is just how resilient this industry is and needs to be with the constant change that surrounds it. So I think that's really why it's been so exciting for me to, you know, be in the healthcare industry is just with the change and the resiliency of it all. I totally agree with that point. Absolutely. Yeah. And from my specific, what I live every day is being able to work with just some of the coolest and most innovative companies that are out there. And so I am just enjoying constantly learning from those healthcare companies and the solutions and services that they provide. And and really, you know, our collective goal is just to deliver better experiences for patients and deliver better patient care. And so when I think about it in kind of that grand scheme of things, I just think, wow, what a really cool mission to be a part of. Yeah, it really is, Emma, and and you guys are definitely doing some interesting things to improve outcomes. You work with a lot of companies, many of them innovative and successful. What would you say, just based off of your experience, 
should be a hot topic on every medical leader's agenda? Yeah, that is a great question. And there are just a ton of interesting and important things that are going on right now in the space. Our, you know, elite, elite editorial team just has the best pulse of what healthcare execs should be thinking about. But, you know, something that I'm really excited about um, here at Becker's is just the growth of health IT. And really, to no one's surprise, we are just finding that that is just such a booming area. There are a vast majority, there are a ton of fantastic healthcare companies that are just providing really unique solutions in this area as well. So we're really excited about that. We are launching a sixth event that focuses on health IT and clinical leadership um, issues and trends and solutions in the, in the industry. And we have just seen just tremendous growth in terms of attendees and our partners for our health IT and revenue cycle conference, which is in its fourth year. So I think that health IT is one area that we are just really, really excited to dig even deeper in and, and to grow kind of our readership in that space as well. Yeah, I love I love the, the meetings, Emma. And listeners, if you haven't had a chance to check out one of the Becker's meetings, they are definitely worthwhile. It's in, of course, our lovely city of Chicago. <laughs> so it's convenient for those of you in the Midwest. But if you're not in the Midwest, definitely worth coming out because some of the attendees are just amongst healthcare's most influential. And they also make the meetings really exciting and fun. When I was there last time, I got to meet President George Bush, for instance. And, and so they definitely know how to keep it uh, very entertaining. Emma, what would you say some advice? You're young in this field, but you've also had some success very early on. Maybe you could share some advice to people starting their careers in this space. The millennial representation in our industry is growing. You know, what words of wisdom would you share with them? You're right. It is a really, really interesting time because millennials, and, and I am proudly, I'll probably consider myself a millennial, <laughs> we are just now really the largest part of the workforce. So, you know, whether you're entering your career as a millennial or you're an executive trying to better understand this generation, there are a couple key things that, you know, I'd love to share with your listeners all. So the first is that what I've noticed about my peers is that we really care about the opportunity to have a mentor or a coach really in order to move quickly up in an organization. Um, that's something that I've noticed that really characterizes this generation is the importance of career advancement and, and having the opportunity to have a mentor or a coach to help get them there. The second, which I think is just so fascinating, is the importance of a good work culture. When I um, have the opportunity to interview people who are, who are interested in joining our team and, and I ask them, hey, what's the one thing that you're looking for you know, in, in a career after graduation? They always say to me, I'm really looking for a great work culture. So a company that cares about its employees and the community and really almost builds a sense of family is crucial, crucial to this generation and something that organizations and healthcare and even other industries absolutely need to pay attention to in the recruiting process if they want to hire the best and brightest people, you know, right out of school or any young leaders. And then I have a few pieces of, of advice for, you know, young adults starting their career that I've picked up from my experience and just my fantastic team here at Becker's. So I would say the first is have a good attitude and be flexible. It is really 
heartwarming to know how far having a good attitude can get you. And, you know, when I look for people to join my team, I always look for someone who is positive and open-minded to try new projects and opportunities. And really, you know, what they're saying when they have this attitude and outlook is, I'm here to do great work for my company. I'm not just here to do great work for me. I think that's a good Um, call out. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And then this next point, I think, is really something that we look for for folks joining our team here at Becker is it's, it's the say yes and then figure it out. We call that FIO for figure it out here at Becker. <laughs> I love and it. when we, yeah, yeah. So when we F-I-O. have a team, FIO, exactly, <laughs> it is a known acronym here at Becker's. And so we all aim to FIO every day. But, you know, think about it. If you have someone on your team who says, yes, I can tackle this and then figures it out, how valuable does that person become? And then I have two other quick things that I think are just really, really important and pieces of advice that I would share. The next is ask for feedback, ask for that feedback again, and then you have to listen to it and embrace it. So, you know, the question that I love to ask the people that my bosses and mentors and the people that I oversee is what else do you need from me? And what is going great that you like to see more of? And once you get those answers, You've got to ask them again the next quarter, the next time that you sit down for a one-on-one so that you can constantly be evolving. And then you have to make sure it's not something that you're checking off your to-do list, but you're listening and you're embracing it and you're making changes. And then the last one is something that I've picked up with me as I've gone through the beginning stages of my career. And it's really, you cannot expect to be great if you're not willing to put in the extra hours. And it seems really simple, but if you believe that the workday ends at five, you are just not going to be the most successful you that you can be. So I use prep time on Sundays so I can hit the ground running on Monday and it just makes a tremendous difference. Some really great words of advice and listeners take a note from Emma's words of wisdom here. And it's kind of, it reminds me of the Kennedy-ism where he said, ask not what you could do for your country, ask not what your country could do for you, ask what you could do for your country. I think the same thing applies for careers in, in healthcare. Ask not what you could do for your, I completely butchered it, but you guys know what I mean. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You cannot expect for your company to be doing things for you. You have to be doing things for your company in order to be successful. Well said, Emma. You said it the best. (laughs) It's teamwork. You set me up. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So, Emma, what would you say one of your proudest medical leadership experiences to date is? Yeah. So, when we talked about kind of what questions we'd be talking about today, this one made me think a little bit. And I was really, really excited when, you know, I came up with, okay, what was I going to talk to you about today? So, I would have to say that my proudest moment here at Becker's is just the growth of our webinar product line year over year. So our webinars are meant to be educational opportunities where healthcare leaders can log in and learn from you know other thought leaders in the industry about how they're solving certain issues and problems and and you know what's going on and how are we going to tackle this. So I would say that you know seeing the success that our clients have seen in giving their thought leaders the opportunity to speak, some of their clients, the opportunities to present to their peers on really the most important topics and problems that we face through our Becker's platform has just been so exciting to me. Last year, we executed nearly 100 webinar campaigns 
And when I think about, yeah, you know, it's been really, really exciting, busy, but exciting. And when I think about how that's created such a great space for constant and further education within our industry, I just feel really proud to lead that charge um, here at Becker's. And I think that here at Becker's, we are just excited to be a leader in the industry on this front of education and, and constant learning from our peers. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. I'm a hundred webinars in 365 days. You guys are cranking it over there. We are. And, you know, it's all thanks to, and because I get to work with these wonderful folks each and every day, but it really is all thanks to our fantastic, fantastic partners who really provide the thought leaders to be able to speak to some of these issues. And we just are so excited to be able to partner with them to provide these education opportunities. That is so cool. And kudos to you and your leadership there, Emma, for making this happen. Tell us a little bit more about an exciting project or focus that you're working on today. Yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned earlier, we are very, very excited to be launching our sixth conference. And our newest event will take place this May in Chicago. Like you said, I'm we're both a little bit biased that maybe it's just the greatest <laughs> city in the world. But yes, taking place this May in Chicago. And it's focused on the intersection between health IT and clinical leadership. So As we look to develop this sixth event, we really got an understanding from our readers and from the fantastic leadership of our publisher, Scott Becker, and CEO, Jessica Cole, that, hey, this is an area that there's a lot of potential to dive into. So our agenda is packed. We've had 112 hospital and health system speakers presenting at this conference. And some of the topics that will be discussed, artificial intelligence, telehealth, data analytics, clinician burnout, population health. So some really, really important topics that we're going to be discussing at this at our new sixth event. And, you know, really overall, we're just very excited about the growth of our conferences as well. So happy that you were able to come to our annual meeting uh, last year. And we really strive to provide destination events for healthcare executives to learn and take back information to their facilities to make great decisions. We wanna provide a space where folks can network with their peers and others in the industry. And like you said, we love to have a little bit of fun at our conferences too. So our vision and a part of our strategy in the years ahead is to really have world-class franchise healthcare events. And we are excited just to see that continue to grow with our sixth event here. Well, congratulations on the launch of that. And just with experience having gone to previous meetings that you guys hold. And to the listeners, I, I would also encourage you to also just hang out in the hallways and in the coffee breaks. And because some of the best conversations that I've had have been after one of the breakout sessions where you talk to another fellow leader in health and uh, maybe make a synergy happen or a connection that could potentially help you improve outcomes in your organization. So Emma, let's pretend you and I are building a medical leadership course on what it takes to be successful in the business of health today. It's Emma's 101 on health business success. So I'd like to write out the syllabus with you with getting some brief answers to this lightning round. It's four questions followed by a book and a podcast that you recommend to our listeners. You ready? I'm ready. Awesome. What is the best way to improve outcomes for a growing team? I think the best way to improve outcomes for a growing team is by giving your team ownership of projects and tasks and then holding them accountable. Plus, you have to provide constant feedback along the way. What is the biggest mistake or pitfall to avoid? This is a good one. 
not asking enough questions to your key clients or partners, that leads to making assumptions. You don't have a great understanding of their goals and their needs and just can lead to a whole mess of things. So not asking enough questions. I love it. How do you stay relevant as an organization, Emma, despite constant change? We listen to our readers and we adapt. So we grow our business to reflect the industry and we must stay nimble. Beautiful. What's one area of focus that drives all else in your health organization? So I think I may be a little bit biased as this is my everyday, but I believe that it is outstanding client and customer service. Beautiful. And Emma, what is your all-time favorite book and podcast you recommend to our listeners? Yes. I will talk about a podcast that I'm loving, which is the How I Built This podcast from NPR. For anyone who has an entrepreneurial spirit, this is such a great podcast and it's perfect for your work commute. They interview really, really great leaders and entrepreneurs like Mark Cuban. Um, My favorites were the founders of Airbnb and Ben and Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream, of course, to listen to their stories how they built their brands and their widely successful companies is just fascinating, interesting, and above all else, just inspirational. Very cool. Definitely have to check that one out. And what book would you recommend, Emma? You know, that is a great question. Right now, I am reading Superbosses, and Mm. I've just started to get into it. But I am just trying to soak in any book that I can get to help further develop my leadership skills here at Becker. So I'll have to keep you posted on this one, Saul, but it's turning out to be a great one. Awesome. Thank you for that. And listeners, don't worry about writing any of this down. Just go to outcomesrocket.health slash Emma, E-M-M-A. You're going to get all the show notes as well as the syllabus with the book and podcast that she just recommended, and you're going to be set for improving health outcomes. So Emma, before we conclude, I just want to ask that you share a closing thought with the listeners and then the best place where they could get in touch with you. Yeah, well, absolutely. So thank you so much for having me today on your podcast. I love sharing more information with you about Becker's. I think that my closing thought would be at the end of the day, we in healthcare are all here to really make the patient experience great. So in whatever area of healthcare you are in, having that in mind just as a constant driver has helped keep me grounded and really, really charge forward as we enter the future together. So again, thank you so much. You can reach me um, on LinkedIn, Emma Goodman on LinkedIn, or feel free to always email me, egoodman at beckershealthcare.com. Outstanding. There you have it, listeners. Again, you could get all the contact info as well as links to Becker's and all the things that Emma shared with us. Just go to outcomesrocket.health slash Emma, E-M-M-A. Emma, just want to say thank you so much for being with us. It was fun and I'm looking forward to staying in touch. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Outcomes Rocket podcast. Be sure to visit us on the web at www.outcomesrocket.com for the show notes, resources, inspiration, and so much more.